Welcome to this podcast series from Aged Care Steps, where we explore themes on aged care advice for financial advisors to support building confidence and competence to provide aged care advice. This series features conversations with experts from Aged Care Steps on how aged care advice fits into compliance and ethics in an evolving landscape. We explore topics relevant to financial advisors, such as the three phases of retirement, foreseer and best interest, why aged care and choosing a business model, making money from aged care advice, starting your business and foreseer and business efficiencies. Remember to visit the Aged Care Steps website for more information. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, welcome to our podcast on the Aged Care Steps white paper for SEA requirements for aged care advice. I'm Paulette Trevina and I'm speaking with Asiat David, who is the author of the white paper and a director of Aged Care Steps, supporting advice professionals to build the confidence and competence to provide aged care advice. Asiat has over 20 years of experience in the financial services industry. Welcome, Asiat. Hi, Paulette. So tell us about the FASIA Advisor Standards. Okay, so FASIA stands for the Financial Advisor Standards and Ethics Authority, and it came into effect early this year on the 1st of January 2020, and it's compulsory for all financial advisors to provide financial services to advise clients. So it's built on 12 standards that provide the framework for engagement with clients and five value pillars, which are trustworthiness, competence, honesty, fairness, and diligence. And do these represent major changes for financial advisors? Without a doubt, these regulations represent a milestone in the financial services industry that will drive advisor behaviour, affect business and client servicing models, enhance compliance, and ultimately increase the professionalism of the industry. So what is the purpose of this white paper? How does it help advisors? So this white paper discusses the implications of the standards for the industry with a focus on the increasing importance of aged care advice. The aim is to provide insights to guide advisors and licensees on the steps to meet their obligations and protect and grow their business. So advisors need to consider these standards to comply with FASIA? FASIA standards reinforce the need to consider and discuss the aged care implications for clients and implement advice solutions to comply with the code. Ignoring aged care considerations puts advisors at risk of non-compliance with the code. Standard two of the FASIA standards requires that advisors must act with integrity and in the best interests of each of your clients. What does that mean? So best interest duty has been a core obligation for advisors well before these regulations, but the standards adds an obligation to consider the client's broader, long-term interests and likely future circumstances, which can extend to the implications for the family. These requirements are also contained in standard six and standard five of FASIA. So the need for the client or one of the client's family members to move into aged care accommodation in the near future would need to be factored into any financial advice? That's right. Aged care and accommodation needs should be a core component of retirement planning and client review meetings. So do you think many advisors have put aged care as a service for clients in the too hard basket? Yes, I do. And these advisors and licensees need to address aged care urgently and provide education, support and tools to help advisors adhere to the code of ethics. And how does Aged Care Steps help advisors in this case? So Aged Care Steps provides a range of membership services that can help advisors create effective advice solutions to support clients with making informed choices about aged care options and funding mechanisms. We help advisors to meet their obligations, 
We add value in ongoing review discussions and increase client awareness, which grows their business. We also share best practice experiences to stay at the leading edge of development impacting frailty and aged care. And how important are client conversations in these cases? Very. Advisors need skills, confidence and support tools to have effective aged care conversations with clients. This includes the ability to explore the client's circumstances, to identify current and future implications. And what is the advisor's ethical duty here? So to comply with your ethical duty, which is standard two, it's not enough to limit your inquiries to the information provided by the client. You will need to inquire widely into the client's circumstances. And you're also not relieved of the ethical duty just because the client doesn't provide enough information. So that sounds like a really important point. The onus is on the advisors to go beyond the information that the client provides. This includes clients' needs for themselves and other family members? Yes, especially if they have responsibilities under powers of attorney or guardianship. Advisors need to work with clients to draw out the client's objectives, financial situation, needs, long-term interests and likely future circumstances. That means advisors need to actively start the conversation with clients about planning for their frailty and aged care needs for themselves or their family. And advisors have to be satisfied that clients understand your advice? Yes. To understand your advice and the benefits, costs and risks of the financial products that you recommend. And you must have reasonable grounds to be satisfied. Does this all become more complex when there's a health crisis situation in a family and people are more emotional? If a client is vulnerable or unwell, mentally or physically, testing the client's understanding can be even more difficult and advisors can place less reliance on the client's statements that they've understood the advice. So it's best that these needs are addressed ahead of time? Yes, when the client has the mental and physical capacity to take control of these decisions. So who is the duty of care owed to when dealing with families? Typically, advice in the aged care space involves talking with the wider family and not just the person accessing aged care services. Often, the advisor uncovers a need from clients who are the decision maker or influencer for a parent or family member. The advisor needs to focus on the best interests of the client accessing care. So the advisor may never meet the beneficiary of the advice. That can happen. There may be some confusion and conflicts as to who the client is. And the conflict can be heightened if the decision maker acts in a way that may not be in the best interest of the person needing care. So how can the advisor then act in the best interest of the person accessing care as the client? It may require interaction with the enduring power of attorney or EPOA and establishing that person's fiduciary role. If the EPOA is an existing client and there arises a conflict between the advisor's responsibility to the separately identified clients, the advisor may need to refer the client needing advice on care to another advisor. So what does competence in aged care advice mean? So competence is a core for CEO value. It's the need for advisors to have the knowledge, skills and experience to perform their professional obligations. The standards impose a need to develop, maintain and apply a high level of relevant knowledge and skills, particularly in specialist areas such as aged care advice. And how do advisors demonstrate or prove their competence? A good starting point is to complete the Aged Care Steps Accredited Aged Care Professional Program. And not all advisors need to become experts in aged care advice? No, they don't. 
but a business solution for providing this support within their business model is important. If the advisor doesn't have the competencies to assist their client, they have to refer the client to another professional. So diligence and efficiency are values as well. What do they mean in this context? So diligence is another core value that necessitates delivering professional services in a timely, efficient and cost-effective way. It requires advisors to review how they manage their time and resources and consider accessing specialist tools and support to deliver customised and quality advice with cost efficiencies. What tools should they be considering outsourcing to act diligently and efficiently? Tools can include calculators, spreadsheets, templates and communication collateral. Advisors need to evaluate their competence, knowledge and capacity to keep up to date with changes, the risk of errors, the processes for changes and the cost and time of developing internal tools, which can move focus away from their key business services. So what does all this mean for the future of financial advisors in the aged care sector? It means that financial advisors can't delay in implementing an aged care solution into their business model. Aged care advice has grown into a core component of financial planning. And how should advisors get started with delivering aged care services? Advisors need to understand how aged care works and the options available to clients. They need to be confident in raising the conversation with clients and families. Accreditation training can be undertaken and soft skills also need to be developed for dealing with families in emotional times. So for advisors, it's about maximising efficiencies and their business processes and satisfying the needs of the client as well as complying with the code. Exactly. All those things go hand in hand. HCare Steps supports advice professionals in all these factors. What specifically are the services you provide? The HCare Steps is a suite of practical tools to support advisors. Services include specialist training, such as the accredited aged care professional program. Our business toolkit helps professionals attract business and give advice. There are client brochures, fact sheets, seminar kits, social media marketing materials, calculators, technical libraries, and advice process tools. Our advice generator is modeling software to develop strategies. It includes template wording to allow advisors to produce a customized advice document. And our aged care power planning support allows advisors to outsource the calculation of various strategies and options for clients and the preparation of compliant tailored aged care advice documents. Well, thanks, Asiet, for taking us through the white paper and for your insights. That was really informative. We hope that this is all of help to advisors. Please contact us at Aged Care Steps for further information.